Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Bring spring color inside this season with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Add a pop of blue to your kitchen with the Bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake or a splash of Amazon jungle to your living room. Bring a cool breeze to your bathroom with sea glass or accent your bedroom with sunrise-inspired colors like coral cloud and dark crimson. Let your creativity bloom this spring with Bare Premium Plus paint starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. If there's something I need, I don't already have. I know I'll get it from a good friend. If there's something I need, Hi, everybody. It's Jamie Lee Curtis, and you're listening to the Good Friend Podcast, presented to you by iHeartRadio. It's a podcast about friendship. We talk about everything. We cry, we laugh, we think about what it really means to be a good friend. And I have conversations with some of my best friends, some people I've never met and sort of everything in between. So I hope by the end of it that you have a really good sense of what friendship means to me and the people that I consider friends. And I hope you can take those same ideas into your own friendship groups. And I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to the Good Friend Podcast, my good with a capital G, two big O's, and a capital D for Diana, um, my good friend, Diana Walker, who has graciously agreed to let me taunt her on national podcast. It's hard having such a young friend. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Diana. Welcome to our conversation. Oh, thank you, Jamie. I'm very happy to be here. Yes. Um, For the uninitiated listener, I am going to just set the stage a tiny bit. Mm. Um, My guest, Diana 
Walker is a world-famous, many award-winning photojournalist who has run backwards with long lenses um, while presidents jog for over 30 years covering the White House for Time magazine. She has many Time covers. To her credit, she um, is particularly well-known for her behind-the-scenes work uh, very quietly uh, with her Leica M6 camera and um, has earned not only the respect of her colleagues and um, her subjects, but has has proven such trustworthiness that so many request her to be the photographer to get the behind the scenes, um, which is, I think, tells you everything about my guest. She is that person. Um, and here's how we met, which is so wonderful. We both happen to love nature and we both happen to have the privilege of having homes outside of our main homes uh, in the mountains. And uh, we, my husband and I, went to a nature conservancy or a wild, what was it nature conservancy, Diana? Uh, wilderness Society. The Wilderness, uh, okay, see? Uh, the Wilderness Society uh, fundraiser, um, which Diana and her husband, Mallory, had been kind enough to offer their home to host it. And Christopher and I arrived. We didn't know the walkers. We arrived, you know, uh, it was outside party. But I found myself immediately staring at the photography inside of their home. And there were particular pictures above the fireplace um, by a nature photographer who shot pictures of animals at night. And I stood there looking at them. And this woman walked up and said, Oh, do you like those? And I was like, yeah. How, how, when were those done? Do you remember what year or approximately what year those photographs were taken? Uh, 1894. Yes, 1894. They were very old and they're spectacular. And, um, you know, we talked about them and then, you know, there was the fundraiser part and then we left and I ended up. Uh, going that next day to a slideshow that she was doing um, about her work as a photojournalist. And I sat in the front row and I believe I asked many, many questions. Um, I'm curious about lenses and all sorts of technical things. I am a photographer or like to pretend to be one. Then, you know, left, thanked her again for that. And when I was making True Lies and I was in Washington, D.C., and my daughter and her nanny Laurel came to visit. It was Laurel's 30th birthday, and we arranged a White House tour. And so Annie, Laurel, and I went. President Clinton was in the White House. We got to visit with him, which was very sweet. And as we were being escorted out on a little bit of a tour, we passed the press room. And as we passed it, I got about 15 feet past it. And all of a sudden, I heard in the background, hey, you. <laughs> <laughs> and I turned around, and it was Diana Walker. And in that moment, she literally took me under her wing and not only took 
my daughter and I out that weekend, but then had me over as a social friend and introduced me to her friends. And it began a lifelong friendship that we have been best friends since. You know, I don't like to interrupt you, but um, you are leaving out a very important um, part of our meeting because one would wonder why I wanted to continue knowing you. You were standing in front of all of those pictures taken in 1894, and you turned to me and you said, did you take them? (laughs) (laughs) So it is a surprise that I yelled at her from the press room, but she did look familiar, and I thought we might have known each other sometime in the mountains. (laughs) So there we met. We yep. met in Washington, D.C. We met at the White House. And, you know, I was there by myself without my family, um, very separated. Uh, I, I had left my daughter at home. She was in school. I felt very conflicted. I was lonely. I didn't really have any friends on the movie. And this woman showed up in my life. And what then happened, as happens in friendships, is that you start to peel the onion of uh, what it looks like. And then you just find more and more um, depth and strength of flavor and vision. And Diana is raised on the East Coast. um, And I like to refer to her as being somebody who was raised well. (laughs) Raised well, had um, exposure to a cultural life Uh, an intellectual life. um, And I felt very interested uh, in her life. And so I want to start, Diana, by asking you about your early friendships. You went to a girl's school, correct? Yes, I did. Called? Uh, The Potomac School in Washington, D.C. for grades one through nine, and the Foxcroft School, a boarding school in the hills of Virginia. And at that, uh, my experience with you, or certainly knowing you, um, you made good friends there. Yeah, I certainly did. What was the draw? What were the friends? What was the connective tissue besides just being, you know, a bunch of girls living together in this in the school? I think the connective tissue was in those days, uh, we were at a boarding school um, where you weren't let out very often. And we felt we were suffering together, that we had to stay on campus all weekend and that kind of thing. And uh, so we were all miserable together. (laughs) I think that was the connective tissue. But I have found through my adult life that every time I have had the opportunity to be with One of the people I knew, I have enjoyed them enormously. And part of that, I think, is sharing the experience that we both had at this, uh, what in my view now is a wonderful boarding school in the hills of Virginia. But back then, it was a long way from New York City or Los Angeles or wherever the students came from. And we had to stay on campus all the time. And it was pretty strict. Um, And you started to take pictures there? 
I actually started at the Potomac School when I was much younger, and I took such awful pictures <laughs> that I look at the yearbook pictures now and I think, oh, how did they let me do that? Um, they're just terrible. And I so I started there. And one of the reasons I chose Foxcroft to go to was they had a great dark room. <laughs> and when I toured the school among uh, other boarding schools in New England, um, I, I was sold right away. There was this beautiful dark room with not, not being used very much. And I thought, this is great. And it was. And I took lots and lots of pictures. I got better at taking pictures. Thank God. But <laughs> um, yes, that's where I really started to take pictures. We'll be right back with more Good Friend after this quick break, so stick around. Hey guys, LeVar Arrington here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design. The Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before or check out the fully redesigned tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a toyota truck you buy toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com toyota let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. At UC San Diego, we understand that in order to turn the vast unknown into new cures or human connections or expansive culture, you have to be willing to venture further out. That's why we'll go as far as the International Space Station with cancer cells in hand and novel medicines in mind. That's why we map the seemingly randomness of forest fires connect them with revolutionary AI to see where they'll appear next. And it's why we arrive on the San Diego shore from all over the world to bring different perspectives to our world's biggest challenges. When you push the boundaries of science, art, and culture, whole worlds open up. And at UC San Diego, that's where the real adventure starts. Learn more at ucsd.edu. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. Five to six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Obviously, I know a lot about your life. Um, uh, You know a lot about my life. (laughs) And, you know, as friends, we have shared a lot of our histories. And, um, you know, the thing that has always been interesting to me is you as a young mother and wife um, in Washington, D.C., your mother owned a dress shop. You had one particular girlfriend, the woman I'd like you to talk about, who you both had kids at the same time. And it has always been such an example to me. You, by the way, are an example of a good friend. Diana Walker is a great friend. Diana Walker loves her friends and has them all over the world. And it's just a testament to the type of person you are and the respect that you give your friends. But I also am interested in like, where did that sort of come from? So um, the, particularly that early part of your life, can you talk a little bit about that? You know, I'm not sure where it came from. Um, I, my father had very few, but very strong friends. He was a doctor and was kind of busy all the time, but he had one particular friend whom he spoke to every day. And it was a wonderful, humorous, warm, fabulous friendship. And maybe I learned a little bit about it from him because uh, that man had some terrifically difficult um, things happened to him in his life. And my father never left his side. He always said, he is my friend and I will help him through this terrible time. You know, I was, obviously I knew you were going to call and talk about friendship. And I thought to myself, how do I really feel about my friends? Um, You're very generous to say I have lots of them. I wouldn't say that, but the friends I have, um, I, I care very, very much about. And I wrote down something that I've always remembered um, that was written by uh, E.M. Forster. Mm. And I don't know if I wrote it down. No, I don't think I did. Um, but I'm going to paraphrase it for you. Uh, and it, it is, if I had to choose between betraying my country and betraying my friend, I hope I should have the guts to betray my country. And I, I believe that very strongly. Um, and I'll go, I'll go wherever I have to go with my friends uh, because they mean a great deal to me and I will protect them. I will be loyal to them. And I'll, I'll always be there, uh, you know, behind the camera somewhere, hiding in the 
in the pool of paparazzi when Jamie Lee Curtis goes by. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, that made me very teary. You know, it's you and I have talked a lot about the imprint of our parents and the imprint of parents on children per se. And how do you individuate? How do you become your own person, have your own mind, your own ideas, not just becoming a sort of cookie cutter of your family, and yet at the same time really respect the great um, aspects of them that you take in and metabolize into your own being. And that's a great example just a beautiful example to say, this is what my father did. And I know I saw that and recognized that as a part of human connection that is something I want to carry forward. Yes, you and I spoke about the book I had just finished reading the other day, um, which was another English novel. Um, called Howard's End. Mm-hmm. And in, in it, uh, there towards the end of the book, um, you quoted and wrote to me what it was about the book that you remember, yes. and which was stunning to me that you could just pick it up out of your head back there somewhere, all about connection. It says, and I quote, only connect, only connect the prose and the passion, and both will be exalted and human love will be seen at its height. Live in fragments no longer, only connect, and the beast and the monk, robbed of the isolation that is life to either, will die. Only connect. It is the purpose of our lives. Well, it's very exciting when, when you connect. You know, uh, it happens at different times in different places. Uh, I remember when I was in boarding school, I was riding a horse around the inside of a, a riding rink because um, Foxcroft was known for its riding teaching. And it didn't interest me at all. The darkroom interested me. But I still had to take one semester of riding horseback, if you can imagine. And I was going around following the leader, bored absolutely out of my mind, when all of a sudden this classmate of mine, I had hardly known, I, because we were both new girls that year and we just really didn't know each other. And all of a sudden Brooks said, God damn it, I hate to ride. And I, I said, <laughs> Holy moly, so do I. And the two of us, that was the beginning of a wonderful friendship. <laughs> Went on for years. <laughs> you know, you it, it, it sometimes takes something you hate. <laughs> um, it, sometimes it's a mutual love of something. Uh, and you're the only other person who loves it. I, I, so many friends. Um, my husband uh, was on this very podcast and David Nickturn, his best friend from childhood. And what they talked about was the connection through music. 
that they both loved bluegrass music. And at the time, it was a sort of arcane form of music that was not part of the folk scene. It was not rock and roll. It was bluegrass. And that was their connect the dot. It, it, It brought them very close. And then through the activity of playing the music together, that cemented that beginning uh, relationship for them that has carried on, obviously, many, many, many years. You and I have that same thing with photography. With cameras. Um, Diana, as I said, is is a professional photographer. Let me just say <laughs> the word professional. Um, I am an amateur photographer. I take a good picture. I'm not going to say I'm a, you know, shite photographer. I'm I can compose a beautiful image and expose it correctly and all the rest of it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's true. Yeah, I know. But at the same time, I am not a professional photographer, and you are. But Diana, as I mentioned, uses an older, or not obviously exclusively, but primarily used a Leica M6, which is a, a beautiful camera, um, film camera, uh, and it it requires all manual settings. Mm-hmm. You're setting everything. There's nothing automatic about it at all. And I got a Leica because I watched, as our friendship grew, I watched her use it, and she would, one of the great things of having a photojournalist as a best friend is... <laughs> Whenever they show up, <laughs> as Diana said, she hid behind her camera. And I'm going to ex- explore that with you in a minute. So don't think I'm letting you off the hook with that one, lady. <laughs> but there is a, a, a great ease because if you, if you have a best friend who's a photojournalist, that camera is, is a part of them. That camera is never not around her neck. And therefore, if she comes over and the kids are playing in the backyard, Diana, by nature, as a photojournalist, is going to pull that camera up and start taking pictures. And then lo and behold, you know, a week later, an envelope shows up and you're like, oh my goodness, (laughs) because these amazing images show up. Um, And so, yes, uh, I had the experience of witnessing you with your Leica, and then I got a Leica, and then it became a Leica, a Leica conversation between the two of us, and had, that has remained solid for all these years that we've known each other now. Yes, it did become solid, um, but of course, sometimes I didn't like it when your picture. When we both were standing there in an alley taking pictures and yours turned out much better than mine, we had an incident outside Buckingham Palace in, uh, in the 90s sometime um, when Jamie was with her family outside Buckingham Palace and I was with her and along came a wheelchair with this absolutely lovely elderly lady. And I'm going to stop you. Great. I'm going to stop you one second. I'm just going to set the stage. <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. Uh-huh. I was raised better than to just sort of jump in, but I'm going to stop you for 10 seconds. It was VE day 
in London. We were making the sequel to A Fish Called Wanda. Um, uh, it was VE Day, and we went with my neighbors, the Morrises, and Diana was visiting, and we all went to Buckingham Palace along with five million other people. <laughs> so it wasn't just, you know, a stroll. We were in a mob of people on VE Day um, going to Buckingham Palace. And it was a big VE Day. Was it the 40th? The anniversary. It was a big, the 50th. It was the 50th anniversary of VE Day. And it was packed. And Diana and I both had our Leica M6s. And then this woman was wheeled forward holding a flag, I believe. Yeah. Now Diana can continue her story. <laughs> and I don't know what had happened to Jamie's camera. I think maybe it had no more film in it or something. And I was taking pictures of this wonderful lady. She really encapsulated the whole whole wonderful celebration, um, mostly because we knew she'd been there. And she was, she was absolutely lovely. And all of a sudden, Jamie came and said, give me, give me, give me, give me a camera. <laughs> so, Bossy, so I, aren't I? Oh, my gosh. So I gave you the camera. And you stood there. And you shot three or four pictures, gave me my camera back. So then I continued taking pictures. Okay. Weeks later, I processed the contacts or... And there are these pictures of this um, lady. And I thought the beginning pictures were pretty good. Then I thought the next kind of pictures along the line were really good. And then I thought, well, they're not so good here at the end. And so um, I thought, well, Jamie began. <laughs> I'm in the middle and she's at the end. Well, of course, when she saw the contacts, she said, uh-uh, Diana, you were at the start. I was in the middle and you were at the end. And she has claimed that over the years that she took the best pictures on that role. And, and now I here we are on <laughs> national podcast. We have a listener. We are friendly with that listener. So there is at least one person. So here we are. Who took the picture, Diana? <laughs> uh, I did. And I've left it in my will. <laughs> and I've, I've written all over it saying, do not let her claim this picture. I took it. I took it. I took it. Okay. Right. Well, there you go. That's that's, that's called a good friend. <laughs> that's what good friends are all about. Yeah. Right. They that have is. good friends have harmony, rapport, empathy, kindness, generosity, generosity, tolerance, tolerance. Hear that word. Good friends are tolerant of one another. Unselfishness, affinity, comradeship and even the word philanthropy comes into the dictionaries uh what do you call it yes a, a description of good a friendship description of of friendship if there's something i need i don't already have i know i'll get it from a good
We'll be right back with more Good Friend after this quick break. Hey guys, it's Rich Davis from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance or any terrain from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew could stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you could sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter what your style, you could drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. At UC San Diego, we understand that in order to turn the vast unknown into new cures or human connections or expansive culture, you have to be willing to venture further out. That's why we'll go as far as the International Space Station with cancer cells in hand and novel medicines in mind. That's why we map the seemingly randomness of forest fires connect them with revolutionary AI to see where they'll appear next. And it's why we arrive on the San Diego shore from all over the world to bring different perspectives to our world's biggest challenges. When you push the boundaries of science, art, and culture, whole worlds open up. And at UC San Diego, that's where the real adventure starts. Learn more at ucsd.edu. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. So I want to go back for a moment with yep. you with because we're going to discuss philanthropy in a minute. Um, I do want to go back to the where I was earlier, which is you're a young married woman. You have one young child, another on the way. Your mother owns this dress shop. You worked with your mother. And you made this friend with this woman. Can you talk about that early? Because since I've known you, you have mentioned that as being such a significant friend. And I think my listener, even though we don't know who they are because iHeart won't tell me, I believe they are a, a woman with children. 
I believe somebody is listening to this as they're ironing in their house, <laughs> honestly. And I and I really have always felt um, very taken by that early part of your life. Well, I I will uh, abbreviate it um, just because you didn't ask me to be on for an hour, but. Um, Yes, I did. <laughs> I met this um, uh, this wonderful woman early in my marriage, and the coincidence when we met, we couldn't quite get over. Um, first of all, um, she, when I worked in New York for Vogue magazine before I got married, I used to have to take some time on what we call the model desk. And it was a direct line to Irving Penn and to Bert Stern and to Horst, three marvelous major fashion photographers of the 20th century. And we had a direct line to their offices to book models and book them for a shoot of new fashions for the next issue. And, I used to call Bert Stern's studio, and I had a particularly fun time talking to this woman on the end of the phone called Gail, and she was very funny about Bert and the models and the whole thing, and we used to get a great kick out of it, talking to each other. Okay, fast forward a couple of years. Uh, I've been married a year, and I meet Gail in Washington, who has... uh, it was two years later. We both have little babies. She has a girl and I have a boy and they're tiny. And um, I said to, to Gail, um, how long have you lived in Washington? And she said, oh, only since I was married. And I said, when was that? And she said, September 8th, two years ago. <laughs> and I said, oh, that's funny. That's the same day we got married. And you had a baby two and a half years later, and I had a baby two and a half years later. I mean, this is weird, and it was weird. And so fast forward to a a budding, wonderful friendship with Gail and her husband and their two, two, ultimately two children, just as we had two children. And um, Gail said to me one day, um, you love taking pictures, don't you? And I said, yes, I really do. I, I really love it. And she said, why are you working in your mother's dress shop and not taking pictures? And I said, well, uh, the shop's there. Um, it's fun. Um, she said, Diana, your mother is really good at it. She doesn't need you, and you don't need the shop. And she said, go take pictures. That should be your life's work. That's what you should do. And I said, oh, Gail, it's a wonderful idea, but how in the world would I start? I I just, I don't have the imagination. I don't have, uh, I've never taken a course in photography. I've never worked on a small newspaper. I mean, I don't know where to go and where to start when I've got a lovely husband and a very nice home and two children. And she said, 
I'll go into business with you. Mm. And I said, you're what? And she said, yes, because at Bert Stern, I had to help Bert. And I was what they call in a studio, a stylist. I was a person who got the model dressed and got the right shoes on her and the right jewelry, made sure her hair was combed and put her out in front of Bert in the studio. I'll do that for you. So if we go on a shoot to take pictures of a, someone who needs a book jacket taken, I'll make sure that his jacket is buttoned properly and his tie is straight and I'll do the books. I'll, I'll, I'll send the bills out. And I said, you are telling me that you are going to do this for me so I can start taking pictures? And she said, yes. That's what you call friendship, I That's think. What you call a good friend. And what I'm going to do without betraying anything, because, of course, I am a very close friend of yours, and I know a lot, is that it was not an easy time for you, that you were having a hard time, and you, in your very sweet uh, way of wanting to focus it on her, um, didn't mention that. And it's important, I think, for my listener, because that was a lifeline for you. She was saying, I'm here. I love you. I see you. I want to help you. I am your friend. So let's get you taken pictures and I'll take care of all the details. And it began, it got you out of a hard time. And it gave you now a real purpose uh, as a professional photographer that now, of course, all these years later, we all want to thank her. But uh, the reason I brought up that story or wanting you to touch on that story is that is friendship. You don't get that often from your family. You don't get it from your mother and father. They have their plans for you. They have their needs of you. You very rarely get it from your spouse because they're also wanting you to be doing the things that help do the things that keep them doing what they do. You can't get it from your children because they want you. <laughs> You know, because you're their mama. And they, and of course, that's their job. But you see, it came from a friend. And this is a show called Good Friend. Yeah. It is a show about what does that mean? How is that articulated and metabolized into us? And that is the best example of a good friend, Diana Walker, that I know of. Now, we all have friends who suit up and show up for us through hard times. All of it, you know, I, um, my friend Debbie Oppenheimer was on this show, you know, sweet Deb. And she told the story of the day Janet died, that she happened to call the house and Chris had told her and that she drove over to Janet's house because she knew where it was and just, you know, basically walked in. And I was up in the room with mom 
And I remember that Debbie just walked in and stood there and held my hand. And I remember looking over, and there she was. We didn't say anything. We just stood there in the moment. And you are that friend to me over and over and over and over again. And I believe I am that friend to you over and over again. Most certainly are. But that's friendship. That's what it means. That's all of the words you used that you, of course, being well-raised and well-prepared, had a list of them that you had printed, um, (laughs) which I do love you for because you're that person. Um, But, you know, those are the words of friendship. It's those are the words of this show. This show doesn't exist without the story of that experience in your life with Gail. And other people have different stories. But that has always struck me in all the years I've known you because she saw something and knew something about you that you couldn't see. And if that isn't the best description of what a friend does for you, um, then I'm not sure what is. And um, uh, so I appreciate you telling that story. I know you probably were like, why is she telling, wanting me to tell this story? Um, now, the other that's thing that's lovely um, in a friendship is when your family all becomes friends. And, ah, and you, I know a friend whose family has become great friends with my friend. And it's been wonderful, really, because I've watched this friend of mine. Um, and I've watched her get to know my two families, my two sons' families. And I've watched her gain their trust and their love. And I remember the first day when I saw one of my sons sending me emails, sending me an email, a copy to my husband, a copy to his wife, and a copy to my friend who had become his friend. Mm -hmm. And I bet you can guess who that is or was, you listeners out there. It was Jamie. And Jamie became that kind of a friend, somebody who, you know, I, I look at these things I wrote down and I, I look at the I look at the words and I realize that she is the friend who creates enduring affection. They have for her enduring esteem and they all have a certain collegial intimacy and they all have trust. And those things, I know that when I leave the planet, that my friend, My friend I'm sitting here talking about friendship with, I know that my friend is going to be that kind of a friend to my two sons, their children, and on it will go, really. And and my friend Diana was at my daughter's wedding, and not many people that were close to me were at my daughter's wedding. 
because it was her wedding, not mine. <laughs> By the way, I had a wedding. Uh, you know, I was, and because you are that important in our life, in our family, I appreciate what you wrote. By the way, well, well prepared, lady. Um, and what's important about it is that there's all of the words that you wrote that describe friendship could be said and are said about all of those people in all of those relationships. The beauty of a friendship is that it isn't isolated, that it is expansive and reaches all sorts of people. And I have relationships with all of your family, all of them, because they are an extension of you. And that's why I feel that way and that I want to know them and I want them to know me, even the youngest, <laughs> even the ones that I'm going to now that I'm older and I'm not seeing them as often. I want I am the godmother of one of your god grandchildren. I relish those relationships. And again, you and your husband are a great example of that leadership in a family which allows a lot of friends and a lot of um expansion and I I'm grateful to you. I learned it from you. Philanthropy because you and your husband also are great friends to institutions, to art, to, as an example to others, that it's bigger than you and your family and your human connections. It's about the expansion of the arts. And if that isn't being a good friend, I mean, what do you call people? We would say the friends of the library, the friends of the museum. Well, you are good friends for the Phillips Collection. You are good friends in the National Gallery. You are good friends to the environment. You are stewards of the environment. That doesn't happen without that friendship center that is in both you and your husband. I mean, he's not here to defend himself, but you, <laughs> but I also wouldn't exclude him in that conversation because you are married and you do that as a, marid, a marital group. You are a married couple and you together are philanthropic. So I'm not going to uh, exclude him. But all of that, Diana, comes from those deep, important, respectful things. It, it makes me cry. It's the quote of your dad, that that's who you guys are. You will support your friends above anything else. And I know you support your country, and I know you both are politically minded and generous and all the rest of it. <laughs> but it's your friendships and the way you are friends is an extraordinary gift to the universe. And I am one of the privileged people who um, have, have been in your sight, in your sight of your, your eye and your heart 
and your mind and your camera. <laughs> um, you know, you that camera uh, better be buried with you. Um, <laughs> you know, people, I mean, that M6 better, you know, uh, be hung around your neck, lady, because it has given my family and so many friends of yours, oh my goodness me, I can't even name them all. It has certainly been a a a tool for you to be a friend through your camera lens and um uh i can't imagine a better friend i can't imagine a better person to be on this uh as a representative of friendship than you and i love you very much <laughs> no, i love you and thank you very much and um for any for anybody listening anybody out there Find a friend like Diana and do for your friend what Gail did for Diana. If you see them struggling, if you see that they're having a hard time, try to help direct them to something that will lift them and get them out of the rut that they're in because you just don't know how much that's going to expand into the universe the way it did with Diana Walker and her friend Gail. And um, it's crucial. And if you take anything away from this podcast, it's that. So thank you for listening. God bless you all. Stay safe. Thank you, Diana Walker, for being a guest on the Good Friend Podcast. You are a good friend. And you are a good friend. Good Friend is produced by Dylan Fagan and is a production of iHeartRadio. Our theme song, Good Friend, is written, produced, and performed by Emily King. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. After six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I 
play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.